0: This is 2NURFM 103.7 and we're talking travel. Sally Lucas here with us again today. Sally, we've got a special treat in store. We have. We have a special guest on the phone with us today, Jane, and this is Alison Scott, and she's the Australian and New Zealand representative for the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. And we thought we'd have Alison on today just to keep us up to date with what's happening in Las Vegas, but not just Las Vegas, it surrounds, because as Alison and I will discuss shortly, there's some quite exciting things happening nearby to Las Vegas at the Grand Canyon, and um, we'll sort of probably talk a little bit about Las Vegas first and then go on to that later. So I'm sure it'll be something that will have everyone interested and riveted to their seats. So welcome, Alison. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm very well. Yourself.
0: Great. So Las Vegas, this is, I guess, I haven't been there for years, actually, Alison, I have to admit to you, I, I have been there quite a few times, but not in recent years, but I believe that Vegas is really just growing and growing and growing, and they had an incredible, apparently, was it 38.9 visitors uh, were drawn to the wonderful neon-lighted city last year, so that's quite incredible numbers, isn't it?
1: Incredible. Um, the two figures for 2006 have just been released, and officially, they had 38.9 million visitors last year. And what's what's incredible is that it's, um, there's 1.7 million residents in the city. So when you think about that, that's a ratio of about 22 tourists at mm. one time to one resident. To
0: one resident. Yeah. The, the,
1: the city really does operate for for tourism.
0: Well, it does. And, I mean, I think, too, we need to let people know that other than Vegas, we're not just talking about, obviously, its gambling side, but we're talking about the different other resort developments and things that are on offer there now. That are a lot different for people that might have been there even, say, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, yeah. that it's actually grown and changed and it is offering a lot more to the visitor now than just purely the nightlife.
1: Right, and that's one of the things I probably enjoy about um, this role the most is that it's, uh, there's a lot of misperceptions about Vegas out there, and uh, most pe- well, a lot of people still think you know it's, it's all about the gaming and the nightlife. But mm. it, it amazes people when we tell them there's over 60 golf courses, so if you're a, if you're a golf fan, it's you know a great destination. It really mm. is the entertainment capital of the world. There are five Cirque Soleil shows, a whole range of Broadway-style shows. Um, the dining, you know, a nice. lot of people when they think of Las Vegas, they associate 99 cent buffets. and
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know what you mean. Yes,
1: margaritas <laughs> and absolutely, that's still there. If you know you yes. want to enjoy it one evening, but there's also a range of um, you know high cuisine and celebrity chefs that have made made their home in Vegas, as well as shopping. It's one mm. of my favourite things about the city. It really is a mecca. They've got um. Everything from very high-end boutiques, which have yes. made it very popular with celebrities and the like, but they've also got great factory outlets. And as you'd expect in Las Vegas, where everything's very unique, they've got the, lots of themed shopping centres as well. So if you don't feel like walking around, you can go to one of the shops, which is a um, Venetian themed, and jump in a gondola. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that way. Yeah, so if you can't afford to go to Italy, you could experience a little bit of just about everywhere in the world in Las Vegas, I guess, oh can't oh you? Oh <laughs> oh. From Egypt to Italy um, and all sorts of oh things. Right, in Be- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As you're saying, 60 golf courses, I mean, that's quite remarkable, isn't it, when you think of the size of the city that it's got 60 golf courses. That's... It,
1: it is remarkable and the golf courses are it really, even if you're not a big golf fan, it's beautiful if you play on the courses because you can imagine it's this city that really is smacked in the middle of the desert and so there's these little pockets, but they really are little desert oases. you know, these green yes. of courses and in the background you can see the desert and behind that the mountains, so it's they're beautiful.
0: It's quite incredible when you fly into Vegas, I always remember that, that it is, it's just this incredible neon city smack bang in the middle of the desert, it's its quite unique, isn't it?
1: It really is, if you, whether you drive in or if you fly, you yes. know, you, for four hours or for a half hour flight you're driving through desert and then out of nowhere, you know, these pyramids emerge and, you know, I mean it's the <laughs> Eiffel Tower and all these neon lights and it's just it's like nowhere else on earth, and that's why people go there to go crazy. And you know, how you go there to escape from reality and just just have a bit of fun. Yeah, <laughs> live it yeah.
0: up. And it's nice to do that occasionally, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, and as you say, like I'm just looking, like at some of the boutiques there, like Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Dior. So you know, car dealerships like Ferrari and Maserati, and this is just quite amazing, isn't it? When you it's think in
1: the
0: hotels. Yeah. Well, I'm yes. Go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, we, we spoke about
1: the number of visitation, and I suppose yes. and about people going crazy there. And we like to think of it as there's 130,000 hotel rooms across the city, and you know, which is is phenomenal in itself. And these operate at 92% occupancy year round. So on any given night, even if you arrive on a Tuesday night at, for example, the MGM Grand, which has 5,000 rooms, it's one of the biggest hotel rooms yes. in the world. At 92%, that's that's around 4,000. Uh, I suppose four and a half. Five, Yes. And a half thousand other people looking to do exactly the same as you are, and that is to, you know, to enjoy all of the attractions and just. Um, live it up for a
0: couple of nights. Yes, and I mean, it is amazing. I've been to the MGM Grand, but as you said, it's grown incredibly. And, and any hotel that has 92% occupancy must be laughing all the way to the bank. But <laughs> the other thing, too, we always mention to our client base is that try not to get there on a weekend because you pay higher hotel rates on weekends. And, of course, all your locals come in on a weekend for a bit of nightlife and a splurge. So I think for customers it's better for us if we try and plan our trip around Vegas on a weekday rather than a weekend.
1: Absolutely, we always suggest that to, you know, yeah. travellers from our markets because this you know, Californians, particularly because they're so close, they they love to they, they flock to Las Vegas on the weekend. Yes. So if you can get there midweek, you'll pay a lot less for your room.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: every night's a every night's a weekend over there. So True. Not, You won't be missing out if.
0: You... Oh no, you don't. No, all you're missing out on is the extra cost and the crowds. But anyway, we'll come back in for the next segment if you like in just a moment, Alison, and we might talk about the things you can do outside of Las Vegas. Great to NURFM 103.7. We're talking travel. And Las Vegas is the destination, Sally Lucas. It is. And as well as Las Vegas, uh, Alison, I thought we might have a little chat about, well, particularly the Grand Canyon. We know it's one of those wonderful wonders of the world. And I've been fortunate enough to be there about three times now in three different seasons and seen it under snow and seen it under... And every time you go, it just (laughs) glows a different colour. This is what's so amazing about the Grand Canyon, I think, is it changes all the time. And I think Alison would agree with me here and it, it's located, what, about 120 miles east of Vegas, isn't it, roughly?
1: The closest point is, yes, about four hours' drive from Las Vegas.
0: Yeah. and there's so much there to do as, as far as the um, Indian um, side of it's concerned with their village there and the markets. So it's wonderful just to experience the Indian side of it as well as the natural side of the actual canyon itself. So And mm-hmm. seeing that Colorado River snake down through it, you know, and... You know, I've done a flight over it and I've landed there, and I think the flight is just remarkable, isn't it?
1: It is if you are if you're lucky enough to go out in a helicopter where they can really get down and they swoop through you know, through the canyons and often they will land in one of the canyons and it just gives you a completely new perspective of the Grand Canyon.
0: Yes, I haven't done the helicopter, I must admit it. Um, it was basically, you know, fixed wing aircraft when I did it and we always had to do it very early in the morning before that hot air comes up out of the canyon. Otherwise it can get quite turbulent and you know some people can get, you know, a little bit air sick. So I mean it's always wise to do it as early in the day as possible, isn't it? That's right, yeah, we
1: recommend it, particularly if you're, I mean, if you're there in um, June or the, the yes,
0: summer months. the summer months, yeah. It's best
1: to do any of your outdoor activity earlier in the morning before it gets too hot.
0: Absolutely. And isn't it exciting about this new skywalk? It's
1: very exciting.
0: <laughs> and honestly, if you look at a picture of it, and I, I haven't got a really good one here in front of me now, but I remember when I first talked about it about a year ago when it was being built and Jane and I had a chat about this incredible engineering feat. And for anyone who's got height problems, I would suggest they probably won't do it. But, I mean, it's fully glass and you go out in a U-shape that extends out from the actual rock face out over the canyon and you're looking just staring straight down. There's glass underneath you, glass all around you. So, and it's I think it was built, to withstand winds of incredible strength, and I, I remember originally reading all that about it, so this is going to be amazing. It's being opened by Buzz Aldrin, isn't it, on the, about the 28th of this month, is that right?
1: It is. It's being opened later this month, and it, you know, it's a nice time there. One of the first people to walk on the moon will be one of the first people to step out onto the, to the Grand Canyon Skywalk, and it really is going to be a huge attraction to the Grand Canyon. Um, you mentioned about it sustaining winds, and that's mm. right. It can sustain winds, I think, faster than up to 200 kilometres an hour and mm. up to an, an earthquake that measures up to eight on the Richter scale.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's quite remarkable. I remember, that, and it's limited too, isn't it, to how many people, though, can be on it at once. But I know it can take quite a reasonable amount of people, but I think there's a limitation there.
1: I believe there. There's, they'll only allow about 120 people out on the bridge at one time.
0: Yes, and it's going to cost lot, about $25. Is that US per person or Australian to do that?
1: that? that? That's US, about a hun- about $25, and that also allows you access into. Um, it's actually been run by an Indian tribe who owned the land. That's right. So they have a they have a village there. I believe there'll be a, a cinema with you know Grand Canyon features showing. Um, so even if if perhaps you choose not to go out on the Grand Canyon skywalk but hmm. your travel partner's like to it's, yes. cool, it's you know a great way to experience the Grand Canyon
0: yes it's it's is it the Hulapai tribe it's yes. it was the one that has owned that area and they agreed to this being built i think is mm-hmm. that right that's right yeah and i mean it's it's what is it 4000 feet above the canyon floor
1: it is so about 1600 <sighs> meters <laughs> if you can imagine the colorado river Below you.
0: and it just looks like a snake it looks so far away doesn't it and I mean you, you could stick the Eiffel Tower or that really tall building in Taipei and you'd still be above them that's on this. I think I saw a picture
1: and um it's a. At- Actually, higher than it, if you um, put the Empire State Building next to it, it would actually be higher than that's right the, the top of the Empire State. So yeah. it's um it's it's pretty
0: incredible. Yeah, and as you say, it's got a visitor centre on three levels apparently, so it's going to have a museum, movie theatre, gift shop, restaurants, bars, and cafes, outdoor patio, rooftops seating at the edge of the canyon. So it's really going to be a, a quite a massive um, addition or attraction for the Grand Canyon. I think.
1: It will and I suppose um, as I mentioned it's about it's about four hours drive from Las Vegas and yep. traditionally if you were driving to the Grand Canyon from Vegas yes. um, to the more popular rims in Arizona, you're looking at more of a um, an eight hour drive or alternatively your you know, your helicopter or your plane flight. So I think it will be a, a big one for any Australians travelling to Las Vegas to perhaps spend a day driving out there and um you know, using all the facilities out there and then, of course, going out on the skywalk itself.
0: Yeah, I think you'd stay overnight. I mean, that's what I did when I wanted to spend more time in the canyon. Unless you're flying in, that's different when you can do touring of the canyon rims, you know, when you're flying in and out. But I think if you're driving, if it was me, I'd be recommending that people stay overnight at the canyon so they can really see a couple of the rims of the canyon and do this walk on the skywalk because there is quite a lot to do. That's yeah. right. And as
1: you mentioned earlier, just to see it at different times of the day in different lights is... It's beautiful.
0: It is absolutely an incredible sight. if no one's ever done it. So let's hope we've maybe um, let people in on a little secret out there that there's a beautiful canyon still out there to see but with an added attraction now. So thanks again for coming on today, Alison, and um, I'm hoping that everyone will get a little bit of information out of this that they've not known before and help them in planning their holiday, hopefully, uh, on, a, on a venture to uh, America, Vegas and the Grand Canyon. I
1: hope So too. Thank you.
0: Thanks a lot, Alison. Alison Scott from the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. And we are
1: talking travel here on 2NURFM 103.7.